Hi, I'm Aaron Mace, Assistant Program Manager at the Hackway and Hume Historic Site. And today our podcast will be focusing on Charles Moore Hackley, the adopted son of Charles and Julia Hackley. Charles Moore Hackley began his life as Charles Scott on November 17, 1882. The son of James and Emmeline Scott, Charles was one of seven children. It's unclear exactly where Charles Scott was born. While some records, like his marriage certificate, state he was born in Muskegon, a number of census records list his place of birth as Michigan City, Indiana. At the very least, it appears that the Scott family moved to Muskegon in the two years after his birth, as his younger sister Nora was born in Muskegon in 1884. James Scott worked as a sawyer and carpenter, and the family lived on Ottawa Street before moving to Moriarty Street, which is now Marquette Avenue. Tragically, Emmeline died on March 21, 1888, of an infection after giving birth to her youngest son George 11 days earlier. Her death seems to have exacerbated an already bad situation, as it was reported in the paper. The family of James Scott on Moriarty Street are said to be destitute and in need of help. By mid-April, James had surrendered four of their children to the home of the Friendless, an orphanage in town run by the Muskegon Humane Union. During this time, James himself lived in the city poorhouse. On July 13th, James Scott signed an indenture with the Muskegon Humane Union, surrendering all of his children into their care. Charles Scott's adoption papers from May 1899 state he came to live with Charles and Julia Hackley between 10 and 11 years ago, which makes it seem that he came to live with them in late 1888 or early 1889 after several months at the home of the Friendless. Julia Hackley was a founder and officer of the Home of the Friendless, and through this connection met young Charles. By 1890, Charles Scott was already referred to as Charles M. Hackley and was integrated into the Hackley family. He did, however, keep in close contact with his natural family, and his sisters Nora and Ida were also adopted by prominent Muskegon families. Francis Smith and his wife Armenia adopted Nora Scott and changed her name to Marjorie Smith. Ida was adopted by Frank and Ida Holbrook and changed her name to Eva Holbrook. Charles saw his sisters at many social events, and the Holbrooks were regular guests at the Hackley Cottage in Lake Harbor. During his childhood, he also developed a close friendship with George Hume, the son of Charles Hackley's business partner and next-door neighbor, Thomas Hume. The two stayed close throughout their lives, with George writing in 1938, we are still very, very close friends, and I think that either of us would do anything he could for the other. While James Scott remarried in 1889, it does not appear that he took any of his children back into his care. Tragically, he was killed at his home in Middleville in 1895 when a well he was digging collapsed, burying him 20 feet underground. After his 16th birthday in November 1899, Charles and Julia Hackley formally adopted Charles Scott. It was at this time that his name was formally changed to Charles Moore Hackley, with Moore being Julia Hackley's maiden name. As his next of kin, his three older siblings, Richard, Phoebe, and Alice, gave their consent for his adoption. Charles Moore attended Muskegon High School and played football for the Big Reds as a tackle and guard during their 1899 and 1900 seasons. In 1901, he traveled west where he worked in the Vipont Mine in northwestern Utah and did extensive traveling in Idaho. He returned to Muskegon in March of 1903 and shortly after became a partner in the Morse Livery and Transfer Company. A deep affinity for horses would be a major theme throughout his life. Charles Moore had grown up with Edith Morse, the daughter of his business partner L.B. Morse, 
and on December 9, 1903, they were married. As a wedding present, Charles and Julia Hackley gave them a fully furnished home on Clay Avenue near 2nd Street. The couple settled into their new home and in January of 1905 welcomed their first child, Esther, named in honor of Julia Esther Hackley. As his adopted parents grew ill, Charles Moore stuck by their sides. Present at Charles Hackley's bedside when he died on February 10, 1905, he helped Julia down the family staircase to see Charles' body one more time before his burial. He inherited $50,000 from Charles Hackley's will, the equivalent of around $1.4 million today. Despite his new wealth, he continued his regular job of working as an omnibus driver and baggage handler. Speaking about Julia Hackley a month before her death, Charles Moore said, If my adopted mother should pass away, I would lose one of my best friends. The two millions which I would inherit would be nothing to me. Unfortunately, Julia Hackley died on August 21, 1905, and Charles Moore remained by her side during her last moments. In the wake of his adopted parents' deaths, Charles Moore used his new wealth to realize his own dreams. He purchased a large home at the corner of Peck Street and Grand Avenue that had previously belonged to C.H. Hills. He also purchased two large properties in Lake Harbor and Ravana, which he made into stock farms, complete with turkeys, ducks, and a multitude of horses. Although he became a multimillionaire in a matter of months, he remained modest, helping to till soil and cut down trees with a cross-cut saw. He and Edith also welcomed their first son, Charles Moore Hackley Jr., in 1907. However, tragedy struck Charles Moore once again in April of 1908. At the age of 26, he was blinded in an accident on his farm near Havana. Using dynamite to clear stumps, he approached two sticks that had failed to go off. As he prodded them with a crowbar, the explosion occurred. The skin was torn from his face and he was left with severe burns. Although it was at first thought his eyes were uninjured, it quickly became apparent that he would never see again. Two other events rocked the family shortly afterward. Three-year-old Esther was nearly killed after eating rat poison, and their infant daughter, Anne Louise, passed away at just seven months old. His family continued to grow with the birth of Scott Hackley in 1911, and in addition to the lifestyle changes resulting from his accident, Charles Moore sold the number of his properties over the next few years. In 1912 and 1913, he sold his farms in Ravana and Lake Harbor in addition to his and Edith's first home on Clay Avenue. It was also around this time that Charles Moore and his family began taking long trips out west, particularly to California. In 1914, their youngest child, John, was born. Even later in life, he never took the kindness of his adopted parents or his humble beginnings for granted. For many years, Charles Moore donated turkeys for the Thanksgiving meal at the home of the friendless, and in 1915, he and Edith gave a stained glass window to the first congregational church in memory of Julia Hackley. In 1918, Charles Moore decided to move his family to California permanently. They left on July 8th for the cross-country drive, exploring Yellowstone National Park along the way. With increasing pressure on local hospitals from the Spanish flu epidemic, Charles Moore gave permission to the Muskegon Red Cross to turn his home at Peck and Grand into an emergency hospital. The upstairs room in the house and garage became sleeping quarters for the nurses and patients were admitted beginning on October 30th. The house was used as a hospital until January of 1919 and was sold later that year. 
Even into the 1920s, Charles Moore continued to receive large sums of money from Charles Hackwood's estate. In 1922 alone, he received over $91,000, about $1.4 million today. This move out west allowed him to once again fully embrace his love of horses. His first home in California was in suburban Los Angeles, but around 1938, he purchased a property adjacent to Griffith Park, home to the famous Griffith Park Observatory and the Hollywood sign. Here he constructed a house as well as a separate building for stables, a tack room, and an office complete with a large riding ring, multiple pastures, chickens, ducks, and of course a number of horses, this ranch was an ideal environment for Charles Moore Hackley. He also spent much of his time participating in equestrian events. In addition to horse shows, parades, and rodeos, for many years Charles Moore took part in long trail rides with groups such as the Vaqueros del Desierto and Rancheros Visitadores. Aiming to recreate the cattle herding routes of California pioneers, these rides included dozens and sometimes hundreds of riders. Traversing the valleys and mountains of the West, the roster of riders included Tom Mix, Gene Autry, and Walt Disney. Charles Moore was also an honorary member of the Los Angeles County Sheriff's Posse, a group of mounted volunteers. According to a relative of his sister Marjorie, he once rode his horse White Sox in the Rose Bowl Parade as a member of the posse. Except for a short move to Reno, Nevada in the early 1940s, Charles Moore and Edith lived in California for the rest of their lives. Over the years, he and Edith kept in close contact with the Humes and made periodic trips to Muskegon. Charles Moore Hackley died in Riverside, California on November 15, 1965, at the age of 82. While it would have been easy for Charles Moore Hackley to have been overshadowed by the legacies of his famous parents, his will to rise above adversity and establish an identity for himself is a legacy in its own way. Thank you for listening and have a great day.